Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Update you guys on things going on around the sporting world tonight. Uh, shout out to the big homie TP, the main uh, the main man, the boss of this whole operation. Without him, I wouldn't be here. Um, there was a good college cookout show last night with him and uh, the villain Barry Jordan. So if you uh, want to go back and check that out on uh, any of your smart devices, and you can listen to any of our shows on any of your Amazon smart devices, uh, smart speakers, whatever. Just tell it. Play Sports City Chefs. And uh, we'll be coming through your stereo. And it'll tell you what episode number it is. And so if you want to hear the previous show, just tell it to play the previous number. So on and so forth. So this week we've had uh, a couple of different shows. We had a Sunday morning, the Mothership Show, man, the Timeless Sunday Morning Brunch. Uh, Timeless and I chop it up. Sometimes other people come in the kitchen with us. But we go over action that happened over the weekend. Preview what's going on on Sunday and what's in the week to come. And just kind of review standings and things going on uh, in the sporting world. Uh, Timeless and I do that on Sunday mornings. We had another uh, front office show this past Tuesday night with Sirius in the group. And then last night, like I said, the Cars Cookout with uh, Mr. Barry Jordan and TP Timeless, the OGs of this operation. So uh, tonight, uh, it's just me here. For the roundtable gumbo, so I'm going to give you guys got a lot going on. So in the NBA tonight, there's only one game going on, and Boston is absolutely blowing out Milwaukee. They're up by 34 points last I saw. Uh, Boston up 30, taking care of business against Milwaukee, trying to do what they can to see if they can get up to that number one seed or at least try to knock Milwaukee down. Uh, we know that those are going to be the top three seeds in the East between Boston, Milwaukee, and Philly. So, you know, we'll see how that lines up. I think 
the number one seed will definitely have an advantage. They'll get probably the New York Cleveland winner in the first in the second round, assuming they went out. And you know the other one's gonna the other two are gonna have to play each other in that second round. So should make for a little bit of an easier trip to the Eastern Conference Finals for whoever gets that number one seed, which is the way it should be. In the West, everybody's still packed in pretty tight. Lakers got a game they really needed to get last night, especially after dropping a game to this team on their home floor on Sunday night. Uh, So they came back and beat the Chicago Bulls last night. They pretty much led from wire to wire. Uh, The Bulls cut it close and got back in it, but the Lakers are able to pull away at the end and get that done. So um, Lakers now going to Minnesota and Houston. Got a couple other road games on this trip, and then they come home and uh, play the Suns and the Jazz to round out their season. So uh, five games left. Everybody's packed in there pretty tight, and I'm sure TP and I on Sunday will give you guys all the standings and tell you where everybody is going into the last week of the NBA regular season. So uh, maybe we'll have a little bit more separation, but my guess is when we come back to you on Sunday morning, everybody will still be packed in there really tight. Uh, in the Western Conference. I think that Denver, Memphis, and Sacramento have pretty much separated themselves as the top three seeds. And then it's anybody's guess right now. Four through eight, you got Phoenix and Golden State and the Clippers and Minnesota without Anthony uh, Edwards. And then you got the Lakers in that mix. Right now Dallas is on the outside looking in. Uh, the Pelicans are in that mix as well. So everybody's just kind of packed in there sort of tight, trying to see uh, what happens there. And really the only teams that are completely out of it is San Antonio and Houston. Um, so that's what's going on in the NBA. Uh, women's college basketball. You know, Chandler and I talked about this last weekend. Uh, I mentioned it a little bit on, or this past Thursday. I mentioned it a little bit on Sunday morning. Uh, LSU took care of University of Miami. Miami is the only school this year to have both of their teams, uh, women and men, make it to the Elite Eight, but LSU took care of business, so they play Virginia Tech. Most of these games are on ESPN tomorrow night, uh, 7 o'clock Eastern, LSU versus Virginia Tech, 9.30 Eastern, Iowa versus South Carolina. I saw something today that said that that Iowa game the other night was the 2.3 or 2.1 million people watched that game on Sunday night on ESPN, and it drew a larger audience than any NBA game has drawn on ESPN this season. Uh, So it's kind of an interesting uh, fact right there. But uh, Caitlin Clark, uh, Consensus National Player of the Year, has won it three of the four awards. I think she'll probably get the fourth one tomorrow. Uh, matching up against South Carolina, Dawn Staley's team. Uh, Leah Boston, who was the National Player of the Year last season. SEC Player of the Year again this year. So that's who Iowa has to play tomorrow night. That's going to be a, a rough, rough hill to climb. Coming out of that Big Ten, I don't think that Iowa – has seen athleticism 
like they will encounter tomorrow night in the University of South Carolina. They kind of play with their food a little bit. Uh, Sometimes you think maybe a team's kind of getting close or maybe a little bit vulnerable, and then all of a sudden they just kind of hit the kill shot and just, you know, run away from them. So Maryland and Diamond Miller played them fairly close in their Elite Eight game for a while, and then they just kind of pulled away. Uh, Virginia Tech took care of business in their game. And then the impressive thing is the first time it's ever happened in the women's side uh, that Caitlin Clark from Iowa had a 40-point triple-double in the regional final. So on the biggest stage that you could have them on so far, they've never made it this far. So tomorrow night, LSU and Virginia Tech in the first game as the appetizer of the main event, South Carolina and Iowa tomorrow night. And those are – that's the final four on the women's side. Those teams will – the winners will play Sunday. Sure, Timeless and I will talk about that Sunday morning. On the men's side, what a crazy uh, final four we have. Uh, The lowest remaining seed is the number three seed, uh, UConn Huskies. They look like the most dominant team in this tournament so far. They've won their four games by like 90 points combined. They beat Gonzaga by the widest margin ever in an Elite Eight game. Uh, And then they beat Arkansas by 23 points uh, two nights previous to that. So uh, UConn plays Miami in a matchup of former Big East foes uh, in one semifinal. The other one is the two Cinderella's, Florida Atlantic, who only has three losses going into the year, uh, matched up against San Diego State. Interesting thing I read this week and reposted, the career assist leader for San Diego State uh, for that program is none other than Mr. Padre, Tony Gwynn. He was a point guard in college, and he still holds the career record for most assists for the San Diego State Aztecs. I think it's still their mascot. Uh, don't hold me to that. So those two games are matching up on Saturday with, of course, the NCAA title national championship game to happen on Monday night, as always, on the men's side of things. Now, today, for the first time since the 1960s, every single team in Major League Baseball is playing today. Now, a lot of them are off tomorrow. I get it if there's a weather delay or something like that then that allows them to still get that game in tomorrow. But there are a lot of teams that are going to be off tomorrow, and you'll see a lot of action again on Saturday. So just kind of going around the horn to look at all the games that have happened today. Right now, the Reds, the White Sox are playing the Astros. And the Astros are up one to nothing in that game in the bottom of the seventh, so that's a low-scoring affair. Uh, there are four other games tonight. I'll hit those for you in just a second. But before we do that, take a look at the action around the diamond today. Uh, the Atlanta Braves beat the Washington Nationals today, seven to two. Serious told you guys last week the Nationals are going to contend for the worst team in baseball. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, but what might be a bigger story for the Braves is Max Fried had to leave that game early because of a apparent hamstring injury that may send him to the disabled list. Seemed like a normal play coming off the mound, but 
got banged up there. Travis Darno had a good game going four for five for Atlanta today. Uh, Michael Harris scored two runs, scored the first run of the year for them. But the Braves win today, seven to two, against the Nationals. The New York Mets defeated the Miami Marlins today, five to three. Luisa Rice, the former Minnesota Twin, last year's AL batting champion, goes two for four today with a double and a single uh, to start things off for them. Brandon Nemo had three RBIs in that game for the New York Mets. Also in the National League East, the Philadelphia Phillies were victimized by a nine-run inning highlighted by Robbie Grossman, three-run home run. Uh, they lost 11-7 to today at the hands of the Texas Rangers. There were a few shutouts in uh, Major League Baseball today. In the Central Division, uh, the division for Mr. T.P. Timeless, the Minnesota Twins behind their new arm, Pablo Lopez, the guy that they got for Luis Rice in that trade. They beat the Kansas City Royals today 2 to nothing. I'm telling you guys, last year Pablo Lopez's ERA was microscopic for the month of April. He kind of came back to earth as the year continued to unfold, but he started the year really, really strong. Turns in another solid start today for the Minnesota Twins. Get the win today, two to nothing over over the Kansas City Royals. I told you about Chicago playing Houston right now, trailing one to nothing in the seventh. <clears throat> the Guardians play later tonight. We'll hit that in a minute. And then we have the Detroit Tigers. They were also a victim of a shutout today. They lost four to nothing at the hands of the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, Shane McClanahan uh, got the the win for Tampa today in that game. So, okay. And then in the American League East, behind six strong innings and 11 strikeouts from Garrett Cole, and the first home run of the season in Major League Baseball goes to, surprise, surprise, Aaron Judge. All rise, as uh, John Sterling likes to say on the Yankees broadcast, Aaron Judge who set the American League home run record last year, wastes no time, hits the first pitch he sees today, into the seats, and the Yankees shut out the Giants today 5 to nothing. The Giants did get 12 strikeouts from Logan Webb today. But they go down and get shut out today 5 to nothing at the hands of the Yankees. Anthony Volpe, a lot of talk about this guy. Uh, he did get a stolen base today in his Yankees debut. Uh, batting ninth and playing shortstop. The Baltimore Orioles, uh, Adley Rutschman, sophomore slump. He's gonna, trying to show you in at least his first game, that's not going to be a thing for him. He went five for five today with a home run. They had a big lead. Uh, Felix Bautista in that bullpen almost coughed it up late. But the Baltimore Orioles hang on to win late against the Boston Red Sox today by a score of 10 to 9. So 10 to 9 Baltimore over Boston. In another game that was 10 to 9, the Toronto Blue Jays were able to eke out a win over the St. Louis Cardinals. Brandon Donovan hit the ball hard a couple times for them today. Uh, Jordan Walker got his uh, first major league hit and his first at bat for Milwaukee. George Springer got a few hits today. So, uh, good start for Toronto. They win 10 to 9 today 
against the St. Louis Cardinals. So that covers the American League and National League East. We had Toronto, Yankee, Baltimore, Boston, and Toronto, Baltimore, Boston, Tampa. I am missing a team in the East. Oh, the Boston. Toronto, Baltimore, Boston, New York, and Tampa. Okay. Got everybody uh, in the East and the Central. In the National League Central, that's the division I have not hit yet. Another shutout behind Marcus Stroman, who is the first player in the regular season to violate the pitch clause violation. He got a ball called on him today uh, for being too late bringing a pitch. Uh, Marcus Stroman uh, pitches a shutout. And so there's another shutout in Major League Baseball today. And the Chicago Cubs eke out a 4 to nothing win over the Milwaukee Brewers today. So we covered them. And then the Pittsburgh Pirates went 5-4 to four over the Cincinnati Reds today as well. So that covers that division. Now, tonight we got four other games going on in Major League Baseball. The Cleveland Guardians are playing out west against the Seattle Mariners. It's going to be Shane Beaver against Louis Castillo in that game. The Angels and the A's play today. Shohei Otani on the mound for the Angels. You also have the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers, Zach Gallen and Julio Urias in that game. So that should be really interesting. And then in the final game tonight that I have yet to mention, the Padres with their new look lineup. Xander Bogarts joining that team. They open up their season tonight against the Colorado Rockies. And in that game, you're going to have Blake Snell towing the rubber for the Padres, and he will be opposed by Herman Marquez uh, for the Rockies. So that's kind of a look around the major leagues today. O'Neill Cruz had a home run. Alec Bohm had a home run for the Phillies today as well. So only like four home runs in the National League. As I told you before, uh, Rutschman and Aaron Judge both go yard today. So pretty interesting baseball. The longest game of the day was that Braves-Nationals game. Uh, A tough game for C.J. Abrams, that young shortstop who came over to the Nationals in that big trade last year for Juan Soto, as he had three errors at shortstop today for that young Washington Nationals club. So that's kind of our look around the majors today. So as we look around the Braves and the Mets, both start 1-0. and Phillies, Nationals, and Marlins 0-1 in the East. In the Central, Pittsburgh 1-0, and and Chicago 1-0, Cincinnati, uh, St. Louis, and Milwaukee all 0-1 in the West. Uh, San Francisco's 0-1 in the other four play tonight. And the American League, just running through those one more time, Yankees are 1-0, 
and Baltimore is one and zero, and Toronto is one and zero. Yankees, Baltimore, and Toronto and Tampa are all one and zero. Boston Red Sox zero and one. I think that's going to be a last place team this year anyway. Looking in the Central Division, Twins one and zero. Cleveland yet to play tonight. Kansas City. 0-1, White Sox still playing, and the Tigers are 0-1. And then out west, Texas is 1-0. Houston's up 1-0 right now. And then we have Angels, A's, and Mariners still yet to play. So that's our look around the diamond in Major League Baseball today. Uh, a lot of action coming up the rest of this weekend as well. So worth keeping an eye on. Most games are under three hours, some two hours in. I think the 30 minutes, one game today was just two hours and 14 minutes. So I will say this, the pitch clock is making it harder to turn your head or get distracted during it at bat because that next pitch is coming a lot quicker than you think. Um, So it's going to be interesting to see how these rules continue to manifest over the course of the year. Herb Chandler and I talk about that pretty extensively. There's a lot of talk about – Lamar Jackson on this network last night. I think the guy has been very good in Baltimore. I don't think they want to give him the money that he's asking for. I think that he probably should get it. At the same time, it's kind of a catch-22 because you look at it and you say, well, this guy has missed some time. And it's hard to imagine committing $45, 46000000 a year to a guy that's missed a chunk of time, but maybe if you get the man some weapons, uh, he would throw the ball more and not have to quite take as many hits. So um, Baltimore has really painted back themselves up into a corner, and I'm not sure how this Lamar Jackson thing is going to sort itself out. I think that in a lot of ways, Cleveland sort of broke the system last year in their desperation to sign Deshaun Watson because that set the standard in which other quarterbacks are going to be looking to get paid. And so we will see how that pans out. But, uh, you know, I hope uh, Lamar gets his due and I hope he's able to play in this league. I hope Chandler's prediction of him not playing anymore in the NFL does not come true. He's an exciting player to watch. So uh, I hope whatever needs to get figured out does. Um, it's not looking good right now, especially with him coming out this week uh, while the owner's meetings were going on and saying that he requested a trade. So stay tuned on the Lamar Jackson story. Sports City, I'm not going to talk you guys' ear off for too long. Oh, and there's a home run by Yasmani Grandal in this Houston White Sox game, so it looks like that probably, that might have tied that game up. Let's see. Yeah, one to one, White Sox and Astros now. A home run by Yasmani Grandal. Uh, sort of. Uh, well, that definitely evens that game up. Grandal is interesting guy. His average is always low, but if you play in a league where you have on-base percentage counts, 
he's a guy you want to really give some consideration to because the guy can really, really get on base. So we gave you predictions last week for each division. I'm going to wait on Chandler for next week, and we'll kind of go through and uh, hand out some preseason awards, MVP, Cy Young, those kinds of things. But just as a quick recap, I'm going to recap my division picks uh, just so it'll be on air twice and you guys can tell me how wrong I was. Uh, In the American League East, I keep going back and forth, but uh, I'm going to go with the Blue Jays. I'm going to say Yankees second, uh, Tampa third, Baltimore four, and Boston five in the American League Central. I'll go Cleveland one, Chicago two, Minnesota three, uh, Kansas City four, Detroit five. In the American League West, I'll go with Houston, Texas, Angels. No, Houston, Seattle, Texas, Angels four, and Oakland five. Uh, It'll be curious to see how these wild card spots end up. And then going to the National League, looking around there, I'm going to take the Braves until somebody beats them. I'm going to say Mets, Phillies, Marlins, Nationals, uh, following up the Braves in the National League East, National League Central. I'm going to go with St. Louis right now, but their pitching depth does scare me as far as I'm not sure that they have enough. Uh, Milwaukee second because I'm not sure they can hit enough. I know St. Louis can hit. Uh, So Milwaukee second. Uh, I'm going to say Chicago third. And then I kind of go back and forth. I'll say Cincinnati four, Pittsburgh five. And then in the West, I'm going to say the Padres get it done this year. Uh, Dodgers second, Diamondbacks, uh, Giants fourth, Rockies fifth. So we'll see how that shakes out and how wrong I am at the end of the season. But Sports City, I'm not going to take up any more of you guys' time. I'm flying solo by myself tonight, so I didn't want to talk forever, but just wanted to kind of update what's going on in the world of sports. Women's Final Four tomorrow night. Check it out. 7 o'clock Eastern on ESPN. LSU go Tigers against Virginia Tech. Followed by Iowa and South Carolina. I'm checking out LSU baseball right now. They're playing Tennessee, two highly ranked teams in the SEC. LSU's number one ranked in the country right now in baseball. And just for those of you that are not aware of these two guys, uh, LSU has a guy in the outfield. These guys are about 30 games into the season already, too. Then Dylan Cruz. He's one of the top-rated prospects, and uh, a lot of people have him pegged to be the first overall pick in the draft. They're 30-plus games in. He's already 100 at-bats into this season. This guy is hitting 530 or so with a 665 on base percentage. Uh, this is not two or three games in anymore either. So ridiculous numbers being put up right now by Dylan Cruz. Uh, so if you get a chance to uh, see him play, check him out. He's worth the watch. Uh, and then, as I said, only one game going on in the NBA tonight, men's final four this weekend as well. Keep an eye out. you got Major League Baseball all over the place. Check it out. See what you think of the rule changes. Give us your comments. And real quick before I get out of here, just want to plug a couple things. Uh, Philly season just started. And then NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles. you got the 76ers who are going to be a top three seed in the Eastern Conference. 
So there's a lot of good things to be celebrating in Philly, which means if you're a Philly fan or you know somebody that is a Philly fan, you want to check out PHI Apparel. Listen, they have uh, unique designs and high-quality clothing that are sure to uh, make you stand out in the crowd. So check them out at phiapparel.co. Use the promo code CHEFS at checkout and get yourself an extra 15% off there. Uh, many thanks to them for sponsoring our content. Check out our website where you can check out our archive shows, articles, blogs, and everything else, sportscitychefs.com. And remember, you can listen to us on all your smart speakers and everything else. Much love and respect to my big to my brother TP. Without him, I wouldn't be here. Respect to the villain, to Mr. Sirius Simmons, Chandler Knight, all the other chefs at times to keep this thing going. We got Brian out in California. We got Mr. Controversy himself, James Greenwood, uh, Dave Jets, and Nate, two guys that I do baseball with sometimes that I did last year. And of course, my co-host normally on Thursday nights, uh, Mr. Chandler Knight. Always a pleasure, pleasure and a privilege to top it up with him as well. But thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, check us out next week. We'll be back Sunday with the time of Sunday morning brunch. Call us cookout on Wednesday night. And I'll be back with you with Chandler next Thursday for roundtable gumbo. So check us out, Sports City. As we say in Louisiana, man, laissez les bon temps rouler. And since TP is not here to do it for me, tell a friend to tell a friend that it's the chefs again. And if they don't know, Now they know. Peace. We out of here.